Hey guys, welcome to episode 2 of my podcast and today I am actually recording this within my car. I figured I would test out the audio in different environments so if you do hear any birds in the background, that's exactly why. Anyways, today I wanted to talk about protein. Protein is something that obviously plays a huge role in how we look and how our body recovers and essentially how much lean mass we have. Whenever somebody wants to build muscle, they always say, you need to eat more protein. If anyone ever complains about not recovering well, typically people will say, you know, do you, do you eat enough protein? And then obviously there's other considerations as well within recovery. But protein is always something that stands out. Even on like breakfast cereals, some of them are fortified with protein to, I guess, you know, improve their marketing, but then also try to provide more value to the consumer to then, you know, build muscle or whatever it is that people are intrigued by or interested in, you know, in regards to protein. The thing with protein, though, is that people who are looking to achieve body composition improvements, so having more lean mass, so more muscle and less body fat, and typically those who actually compete in physique competitions, bodybuilding competitions, you know, fitness, bikini, etc., it's very, very common for them to actually overconsume protein and not realize it. And this is something that I did for many years in the past as well. And when I got better educated, I started to realize the downfalls of overconsuming protein and also started to realize that it didn't really serve the purpose or the benefit that I hoped for. So it's very easy to assume that more is better. And if you work out in the gym and you build muscle or you get stronger or you get fitter from going for a run even, then you assume that more is better. But far too often we make this mistake and end up either getting injured as one thing or just simply not benefiting from the additional you know, output or effort that we put in in regards to whatever the, you know, the thing might be. And protein is definitely one of those scenarios very, very, very often I see people, especially females, consuming an excessive amount of protein, which then actually results in very low uh, carbohydrate or fat intake, or calories and pretty much being higher than they should be or need to be, and basically not achieving their goals. So today we're going to talk about protein, and I'm just going to start off with the role of protein, and I'm not looking to make this podcast sciencey or confusing. I try not to use words which people don't understand or have to go ahead and Google and learn about. Um, so we're going straight to the focus or the main you know, points that matter the most to you guys. And obviously when we talk about protein, we think muscle building. Uh, but protein actually plays a lot of roles in the body outside of just building muscle. So that is why protein is actually an essential nutrient or macronutrient that we need to consume on a day-to-day basis. Uh, Your body can't make protein, but it can rely on the protein that it currently has. So essentially, if you don't consume enough protein today or tomorrow or, you know, throughout the whole week, your body will start to break down lean mass to use that protein to serve the purpose of, you know, other processes in the body that is deemed way more important than just holding on to your muscle. So basically, when we think about it, we need to consume protein on a day-to-day basis. It's essential because our body doesn't make it, 
and it serves a purpose for many different things, including building and maintaining your lean mass. Now, when it comes to protein, it does have a really good thermic effect. And the thermic effect basically means when you consume protein, it takes energy, it requires energy for your body to break that down and then, you know, utilize it, break it down into amino acids and then utilize it. So the process of breaking down the food that we consume, which is high in protein, actually burns calories in that process. And that is the thermic effect. So when we consume high amounts of protein, we're actually increasing the thermic effect of food and we're burning calories through that process, which is pretty cool. And that could be one of the reasons why people actually overconsume protein and uh, tend to feel better or tend to lose body fat and, um, you know, all around don't really have an issue with it. And then also, in addition to that, the satiety effect of protein is quite good as well. So if you have a high protein diet, typically your hunger is going to be lower in comparison to someone who has a low protein diet, uh, which is mostly focused around carbohydrates and fats. So protein has a really good thermic effect, so we burn more calories by consuming it. And then also it has a high satiety index, so when we eat protein, we typically are fuller um, sooner than we would be if we ate carbohydrates or fat, you know, individually or together. So, you know, a hot tip is when you go out to eat at nighttime or you have like a social thing and you're worried about over-consuming calories, if you had a protein shake right before you went to that event, chances are you would more than likely eat less food there just because you are fuller. You're not so hungry anymore. So they're two, you know, key important things Uh, to note in regards to protein and the benefits of protein. But the thing with over-consuming protein is there's a certain amount of protein that our body needs to, you know, serve the role of various purposes. Uh, And then there's a certain amount that it needs to build muscle and recover from training and really shift and improve how your body looks. And that's what we really care about most, I think. So once you reach that threshold of an amount where your body is doing everything it can and needs to do to, you know, recover well, train well, and build that lean mass, anything above that is kind of deemed unnecessary and not helpful in any way. The thing is, though, when you do consume that additional protein, you are consuming additional calories. And we know that calories are king, and calories are the foundation of whether or not we gain or lose body weight. So if you're consuming more calories, whether it's protein or not, if you're consuming more calories than your body needs to maintain your current body weight, you will put on body weight. Uh, You know, the thermic effect does play a role here. So with some people, they'll consume way more protein, but because they're burning calories, you know, through the digestion process of that, then maybe that amount isn't the same. So they might consume, you know, 100 calories and only actually store or utilize 70 calories so there's a little bit of an offset there due to the uh, thermic effect but in reality consuming additional protein really has no benefit and the biggest issue with it is if you are controlling calories as your number one focus and then you're over consuming protein essentially you're limiting your ability to consume higher amounts of carbohydrates and fat because they all have to sit within that total caloric intake So a better recommendation would be to consume an appropriate amount of protein and then also free up more calories to then be allocated towards carbohydrates and fat, 
which both also serve roles towards our training performance and improved body composition, and not really just waste calories. Because a very, very high protein diet with a very, very low carbohydrate and fat intake will not serve you well at all. And it is far too common that I see meal plans from people who are 50 kilos in body weight and they're consuming 200 to 300 grams of protein per day. Very generic approaches such as, you know, 150 grams of a protein source every three hours, regardless of what your body weight is. And that is just simply ridiculous and is not individual um, and not doesn't won't serve you. It won't serve you towards your goal in an optimal way. Overconsuming protein is one of the biggest things that I see on meal plans by far. People will think that more is better and if you don't follow this plan, you're not going to get the results. And if you excessively consume protein, it just gives you a greater you know, potential of building that muscle that you really, really want. And that is an absolute lie. So when it comes to better recommendations for protein intakes, I personally like to suggest 2 grams of protein per kilo of body weight for people who are in healthy ranges of body fat percentage. Or in other words, people who are not obese um, or people who are not you know, anorexic. So 2 grams per kilo of your body weight is 100% safe and also definitely going to be sufficient protein to provide you the amino acids that you need to build muscle and allow your body to do the other processes that it needs to do with protein coming in. Now, in special populations like bodybuilders who are, you know, at the end of their contest prep, where their body fat levels are extremely low, and they're really fighting to maintain their muscle with a, you know, caloric deficit and environment and long-term stress, where your body really doesn't want you to do that anymore, there can be you know, merit in consuming additional protein intake in that regard, in that, you know, special population consideration. And that isn't everybody. And I also feel like a lot of people think they are that person that can that needs to consume more protein because they do want to be a bodybuilder and they do want to have huge amounts of muscle. But unless you are, you know, 7% body fat or less, you more than likely, and also looking to drop that body fat, you more than likely don't need to consume higher amounts of protein. However, in that regard, studies have shown, you know, anything from 2.2 to 3.1 grams of protein per kilo of body weight, or even there has been studies higher, which have shown some positive effects as well. You know, again, you're taking calories away from your carbs and fats, so you have to consider that as, you know, a primary foundation um, you know, you can't get away from that. You are definitely taking calories away from protein and fat, from carbohydrates and fat with a higher protein diet. But, you know, in that special population, more protein could be beneficial, could be advantageous. It could help you to maintain that lean mass. But when it comes to general population looking to improve their health, improve their muscle, uh, improve their metabolic rate, reduce body fat, two grams per kilo of body weight is more than you need. Now, if you're someone who's obese, we're not going to go 2 grams per kilo of body weight. We're going to go 2 grams per kilo of your goal body weight. So let's just say that you are 120 kilos right now, but you want to be 85 to 90 kilos in total. 
you could simply just go 2 grams times 90, 180, that's how much protein I'm going to consume on a day-to-day -day basis because that is my end goal body weight. And 2 grams per kilo of body weight or goal body weight, 100% is going to be helping you to get the goals that you want in regards to muscle building, fat loss, improving your health, etc. Now the reason why we don't consume 2 grams per kilo of body weight for those who are obese or way above that body fat percentage, that healthy body fat percentage level, is because protein is utilized by your muscle and you only have a certain amount of muscle. Body fat is not anabolic. Your body isn't going to utilize protein to then increase your body fat levels. So when we think about how much actual muscle you have on your frame, it's going to be way less than your total body weight. And in some circumstances, people like to suggest a certain amount of protein per, per kilo of your lean body weight, which means, you know, getting a DEXA scan or skin folds and working out your body fat percentage, working out how much lean mass you have, working out how much fat mass you have, and then, you know, equating a certain amount of protein based on your assumed or stated lean mass. And that can get really confusing and over the top and require tests and things like that. Keep it simple. Two grams per kilo of body weight. So if you are that person out there who has an extremely high protein diet, or maybe you are concerned about your diet and you might think that might be you, I would suggest working out your current macronutrient intake by looking at the foods that you're consuming. Maybe you have a meal plan. Maybe all the measurements are provided for you. Maybe your macros are listed for you. In whatever the case is, maybe your macros aren't listed for you. Weigh out your foods. Figure out for a day or two how much protein you're consuming. And then have a look at your current body weight. Times that by two if you're you know, in a healthy body fat percentage level or range. And then you know, see the difference there. In some cases, people aren't consuming enough protein and definitely need to increase that. I do have clients like that who do struggle to consume enough, but in a lot of cases, people are just consuming way too much. And I've actually had a client one time, actually this was recent, within the last six months, where I gave her my suggestions on what she should be consuming, macronutrient-wise, food choice selection, etc. And she said to me, this is really confusing because I'm now eating a lot more rice than I am meat. The amount of rice on my plate and vegetables is bigger than the amount of chicken I'm consuming. And that didn't make any sense to her because she came from a previous style of eating where she would have a ton of chicken or beef or whatever it might be and a very, very, very small portion of carbohydrates and fats. So I had to explain to her, you know, the role of each macronutrient and energy balance and you know why we have what we have and she obviously took that on board and started to see improvements in her energy levels thanks to a higher carbohydrate intake obviously we saw the fat loss that we expected thanks to the uh, calorie control in general or in total and she probably saved a bunch of money as well because let's be honest protein sources are not cheap unless you're drinking protein powder all day buying lean meats and eggs and dairy products they're not cheap in general and definitely not cheaper than carbohydrates that's for sure so from this podcast I want you to go ahead and work out how much protein you're having you know work out the difference between where you should be and what you are doing and even if it even if it's just for a week 
or two, I want you to increase or reduce your protein intake based on my recommendations. If you want to keep your calories exactly the same, increase those carbohydrates as the primary focus, maybe your fats too, and see how your body feels. See how you enjoy it. See the energy improvements and save some money in the process. So that's it for me, guys. Um, Once again, thanks for listening. Please leave a five-star review on this podcast. Like I said in the first one, keeping them nice and short and and informative. And um, I will speak to you guys soon.